So just this time to refer back to mindfulness of breathing and conceptual overview of these what are called four clusters of teachings. One deals with the bodily aspect, kaya sankara, the body and the body energy, bodily formation. Um, that sense of energy is running through the body connected to breathing in and out it's got an intelligence to it that uh, keeps breathing in and out happening and it senses and it feels in accordance with that thoroughly thoroughly aware thoroughly sensitive to thoroughly feeling the entire body one breathes in and out and then uh, calming the bodily sankara sankara is a uh, something <laughs> it's quite a big word it's like a creative force or creative intelligent energy mm. there isn't really an English word easy English word for it mm. anyway so just say nervous energy time being <coughs> and then the second cluster of teachings deals with the chitta experiences um, starting as the kaya experiences calm and settled then the chitra experience becomes quite buoyant and uh, uplifted and easeful yeah. it's called piti sukha pati samwedi thoroughly experiencing that so this is the entrance to samadhi and the inclination is to allow that, to open to that, to enjoy that and then to steady and calm that um, someone who doesn't, hasn't managed to um, calm pity tends to get a bit excited uh, agitated sometimes um, almost disturbed by these buoyant energies running through the, through the mind <coughs> perhaps this is not your problem <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> so thoroughly sensing, steadying Chittasankara. Chittasankara has to do with this, uh, we could say roughly speaking, it forms emotions. It for- is it an emotion? It forms them, it forms inclinations, it forms in- intentions naturally also forms resistances um, all this what we call our mind or heart is often this pattern of, of various forms mental emotional psychological forms and there you know underneath them is an energy forming them so it's entering that calming that steadying that this is the uh, samadhi process some of the samadhi process and then the third tetrad just deals with chitta. This is just even conceptually, it's, it's significant in that there's a distinction between chitta and chitta sankara. And chitta more probably, in that sense, means something like awareness. So it's a certain sense, it's not the mobile, but it's a sense of spaciousness. Uh, so it's sort of knowing without a thought. Um, it's the it's the quality that the, that knows or handles or is with or opens around 
the um, Jitta Sankara, so we can be aware of the, the flows, the moods, the energies, um, you know, without any particular attitude towards it. Um, it's certain spaciousness. So this has to be open because very often these, uh, if there isn't a sense of opening to that, what happens is there's reactivity to the moods and emotions and mental states because it's too too crowded, we're too pressed up against it. So that opening of awareness, and as I'm sure you've heard before, so it refers to this and sensing, experiencing chitta, steadying awareness, gladdening being satisfied, being uh, fulfilled in that awareness, and then releasing, um, you know, this itself is, would require quite a lot of just talking and thinking, discussion and penetration, but just place it there as an outline for the moment. And the fourth deals with the kind of uh, process of, of um, inquiry or deep attention to do with wisdom. And it really involves the other three. Whatever arises can be seen through the, the lens of changeability, can be seen, can be experienced, can be handled more dispassionate. Yeah. Breathing in and out, one experiences dispassion, one experiences cessation, which means that if we don't keep kicking the wheel, it tends to run down. Mm. Don't keep throwing things in, reacting, engaging, then it tends to you know, slow down, run down, something stops. Maybe just one or two excess programs, you know, mind stop, the worry, the doubt, the tension or whatever stops and it's a ceasing, ceasing of sankhara and then the abandoning relinquishment of not so much a cutting off but a sense of, you know, it's this, there's no identification in that process. Let's just go back to, so that's, that's what we sometimes call the insight aspect of it. Is that you're kind of contemplating the conditional, conditionality of this, these experiences that are so dynamic and uh, happy and unhappy and productive and so on. And for good and for bad. So, so we sweep through all of that. And maybe one should not really regard it too much as a, a progression. Hey, we want to get to you know the end of the book here, but just a, a, a map, you know, that you can move around in. Yeah, I think this sense of da 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 one two three four is perhaps um, not necessarily implied. But these are these are these are this is map, and we can move around within it once you become more familiar maybe with a little bit of dispassion and ceasing, you know, doesn't mean, it means you can still return to body and continue your 
practice and so on, it's not all over or needs to be all over because of course as we come, as we engage with the world of form and context and people and so forth, then this stuff has to happen, there has to be has to be Kaya Sankara, Jitta Sankara have to happen to deal with this so, you know, it's not like cut it all off, it's being able to to discharge so one can find that sense of refreshment and spaciousness and freedom and then at least when we engage, we engage not with these somewhat derelict or confused programs or tangled up energies but with a clearer sense that the Sankara quality is clarified of of um, greed, hatred, delusion. So awareness, jitta. So, and as we, I'm sure we all do, we acknowledge that. Call it the listener, the watcher, the knower. Mm. And then there's that which moves and is felt. Mm. And the relationship between the two. And as we're meditating, sitting, so when you, you begin to do that process, you begin to come upon um, you know, these areas where we start to get a sense of pressure builds up, or um, I call it the cracks. And these are something referred to as latent tendencies. They don't seem to be there until you begin to clar- clear away some of the stuff on the desktop, <coughs> and then you find there's these other little urges, pressures, struggles, what's that, you know, and we start, you know, why is it that pressure, why is it that restriction, what's that about, hmm? latent tendency, and some of these are latent tendency to be becoming, is one of them, very powerful one, which means there's all, there's somehow there's a tendency, a, ten, a constant tendency to seek a future, to become something, to achieve something, to get somewhere, to arrive at something, to finalise something. And you don't quite know what it is. <laughs> but this is such a powerful tendency, because the world in general runs on this, and uh, can be run with extreme uh, velocity, the progress, the achievement, the overachievements. And, uh, you know, this in a way is the velocity of the world, isn't it? Keep going a bit faster, a bit harder, achieve something, because otherwise, poof, you know, oof. <laughs> if you start, you know, you don't, worldly success, also there's some sense of being a bit of a failure, not really having made anything. And these are not necessarily that conscious, just underlying sense of dis-ease. 
and even in meditation this one takes over to achieve something, to get somewhere, to become something, <coughs> to become enlightened, to become what? So naturally there you know, when you know it, you spell it out, you see there's a self-view in there, isn't it? And you can't really overcome this through cognitive process, through thinking it. And this is actually why we're, we're into the world of chitta, because chitta is very sensitive, particularly as you deepen into kind of perceptions and impressions. So we say, well, you know, the perception, what would it be like to not to have to achieve anything? You know, as we sit in our space, you feel the body space, also feel the space around those, the impressions, the moves, the chitta, sankharas, with their, with their push or their tremble or their flow. What would it be like if this didn't have to be solved or resolved or achieved? Or what would it be like if you didn't have to do anything to it? Just let it be that way. like if you didn't have to discover or know anything. Mm. What would it be like if you didn't have to prove anything to yourself? How would that be possible? A sense of blessing uh, to be where you are. Just taking out the pressure. So just place some of that there. This stuff is quite insidious, you know, to prove, to become, to achieve, to establish, to know, to... And sometimes it's quite reasonable. So it's never, it's, it's, it's never completely, you know, irrelevant. It has a relative relevance to I need to know how to cook potatoes. <laughs> but I don't need to be whatever these kind of uh, unspoken things are. You know, it's, it's a relative, but it's not about to be taken as a person. What would it be like to be alright? So to spend some time in practice into into the body, into awareness. See what arises.
see what moves. And just note that moment when one wants to check it, or gets flustered by it, or gets busy with it, or feels awkward with it. <coughs> what would be like to just come back to those places and breathe out and let it be. As you loosen some of the unconscious obligation to keep the world going, Being the flow of whatever moves, sensed, felt, images, it's a matter of checking anything just much food do you want to provide at this time for that? How much do you want to put into this? How much is worth for this time, for these next few minutes? How much is worth to keep going? Tomorrow, this, that. Impressions, how much is worth putting new energy into what's necessary for now
So returning just to incline towards breathing in, breathing out. The rhythm of that home base. <coughs> And the sensations, just moving from the energy to the sensations, sense of body, flesh, warmth. Spending some time in that, just uh, letting one's body reform. Central channel that this is most consciously connected to breathing. Belly, chest. Throat, face. Mm. And spreading down through the limbs, to the feet and the fingers. There's one cat. Feeling the firmness and the softness. Bringing oneself, bringing, rebuilding the body, or letting the body regrow one's awareness from the inside to the periphery. face, behind the eyes, and feeling the face from the inside.
slowly entering the sense fields, the eyes, letting the eyes, the eyelids fold back slowly and recognizing all of shapes, forms, lights. And staying centered. <clears throat>